And now it's time we take a deep dive into the world of soccer with the man responsible for such flashes of brilliance as 39 was last year and he could barely like right. throw a ball out of a barnside. Um. It's time for Derek Izumaki's foot in mouth. Yo, what is good, party people? What is good, y'all? Welcome back to another edition of the Foot and Mouth Podcast. I am your host, Derek Isomaki. Welcome aboard, y'all, to the wonderful world of football. There is so much going on. Euro 2020 happening in 2021. It's glorious. Copa America happening as well. Simultaneously, two huge international competitions. It is for football nirvana. That's what I'm saying, y'all. Football nirvana. So you football fans out there, soak it in while you can. I know the games are on during the day. When I say the day... The start of your very day, 6 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock or 12 o'clock. So it's tough out there. Now, if you work a nighttime job like I do, it's a lot easier. It's kind of nice. I mean, you got to get up a little earlier than you'd like to. But if you're committed to the cause, you do it. Because there's so much going on. And it's just fantastic. Everything about this tournament is just living up to the hype. One of it just being the fact that obviously being suspended a year, huge, but the fact that they're doing it and we're seeing this happen and it's just, it is, it just makes you truly reminds me how much I love international play. Kind of, you always kind of forget about it. You need one of these big tournaments to happen to really bring back that love affair you had with it. And we have been having some truly spectacular moments. I obviously cannot gloss over the importance that the elephant in the room, thank goodness to Christian Erickson, that he is doing well. Uh, but one of the scariest moments, uh, Danish player Christian Erickson collapsing on the field, entering into cardiac arrest, legitimately being gone for a moment. Thank goodness to the people there, the health staff, being able to revive him. My goodness. But... The tournament since that moment has not let you down. It really hasn't. And obviously, knowing that he is okay makes this tournament not have that dark, dark shadow hanging over our head. Um, that would have just been awful. Still, scary moment. But the football is still being phenomenal. Phenomenal. I do have to highlight some of the most amazing moments right there. When I say amazing moments, I would love... Love, love, love when I get those spectacular golazos. And you've been getting them. We've been getting them. Shouts to you, Yormalenko. West Ham United player coming in, playing for Ukraine, coming in there with uh, a glorious left-footed strike outside the box. Top bins, chef's kiss. Fortunately, you lost to the Netherlands, 3-2, to and quite possibly the game of the tournament so far that Ukraine 
put up a, a quite of a fight going down 2-0 to the Netherlands, clawing back to tie it up only for the Netherlands to get a beautiful header in to secure the deal at 3-2. to two. But when you go to these tournaments, you want the heavy hitters to perform. You want the names to come out. This is where the stars can truly shine. This is where you become a legend. And at this point in time on the international level, there is no bigger legend, no bigger name than Ronaldo Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, my goodness. Portugal went up against Hungary. Now, Hungary put up a hell of a fight the first half all the way through up until they got quite, quite the dismemberment in the pretty much the last 80 or so minutes of the game. That's when, uh, yeah, they got the Portugal got their first goal at the 84th minute and then went on to score two more. Ronaldo getting the last two. The second one being absolutely sublime, ticky tock type football, where he just shows his complete composure, his class, his dominance, and easily puts a ball into the back of the net to become the leading goal scorer in Euro Cup history with 11. So, Ronaldo, breaking records yet again. And he is only, a, I want to say, like five or six goals away from breaking the all time international goal record, too. So, there is so much. Once again, Ronaldo is just is breaking down those walls and say all you want about him. The guy is a complete competitor, complete footballer, and has truly shown his abilities this the past big international tournaments. Obviously that Euro twenty eight uh, twenty sixteen, where they actually Portugal actually won all of it. Um you saw the speech that if you saw the speech that he made afterward, he made it known that this was a huge trophy for him to add to his career and for any any player out there, if you want to truly break that ceiling of becoming the best, you have to do it for your country too. Doing it on the international stage. You can do it all over the club level, and it's you know, you see that messy looking at you right now. But being able to do it for your, your country, winning a World Cup or, or a Euro Cup or any type of major tournament for your country, that's where you become written in the stars type of legend. Uh, and Ronaldo is doing that for Portugal, not just for Portugal, for his legacy in general. And... It's going to be interesting to see what happens when Ronaldo does pass. It looks like it's actually three goals he's behind. Ali Daya from Iran. 109 for Iran for Ali Daya. 106 for Cristiano Ronaldo. So only three away. So pretty much he will overtake him this tournament. If Ronaldo keeps doing what he does, he's going to become the most international goals. And shouts to him. Continue to write your name in the stars, Cristiano. It's fantastic to see. It's a little side note too. Somebody always likes to they like to hide out. Uh, he was at his press conference uh, for the Euros, and uh, he had Coca Cola bottles sitting in front of him. Took them down, put a water bottle up. It, at times like that, it's kind of cool to see players fighting against that. Obviously, Coca Cola is like you know the biggest name brand 
in the world, one of the biggest, if not the biggest. But still, lay off the sodium. Sugar, not good for you. That sugar, though, is not good for you either. Too much of a good thing, you know? You know? Eh. Careful, y'all. Careful. They'll bite you. So keep it pushing on with this Euro tournament. We had probably the most anticipated game of the first round. That was, again, this group of death, Group F, France versus Germany. That also does contain Portugal and Hungary. So Hungary, you're hungry for a lot right now, and it ain't going to be wins. Because you ain't getting them. Actually, you will be hungry for wins because you're not getting them. So very fitting name for you. You're hungry for wins because you won't be getting them. In this tournament, most likely. With France and Germany facing off. And once again, France, if you've been listening to the this, this show for a, a period of time, I'm a big fan supporter. It's easy not to, it's easy to be. Why? Because they're just top down class. Every position, fantastic. Mbappe, Benzema up front. You've got a midfield of Paul Pogba and Golo Kante, Antoine Griezmann fitting in there. You've got a back line with Rafael Varane. You got uh, Kimpembe. It's just, and they're a fun team to watch. Obviously, when you have Mbappe as on your team, you're going to be quick. I'm fast as fuck, boy, and that's what Mbappe is. My goodness, he showed his speed out there in this German squad. That it was an interesting mix-up of what Germany did. They had a lot of. Brought back some of the names that they had left off in their 2018 run. Some of those older names. Bringing back Mueller. Bringing back Hummels. It's unfortunate for Hummels because he is the one who let in the only goal of the game. 1-0 own goal from Matt Hummels. But it was set up beautifully by the fantastically brilliant Paul Pogba. Why Man United can't get this Paul Pogba? Should get all of the people at Man United fired. Paul Pogba is. This is what you want to see with him. Playing on the France international squad. He is fantastic. The way he runs that midfield. Now granted he has N'Golo Conte with him. And having N'Golo Conte with you. Gives you a lot of confidence. Why? Because that guy is the best backup. To have in the game. My goodness N'Golo Conte is everywhere. He will cover every blade of grass. He will make sure that no one gets past him. He will. Press every situation that has to be pressed, and he knows where the game is going. He's fantastic. And having that mixture with him and Paul Pogba, who has and Pogba's vision of passing, his creativity with the ball, and that and own goal that, like I said, was set up by Paul Pogba and his vision by making a, a glorious flip of play cross over to Lucas Hernandez, who is crossing down from his left-back position into the box. He put his strike Cross into the middle, looking for Mbappe, but Matt Hemmels had no other choice but to kick it to the ball into the back of the net the way it was set up. Uh, so brilliant, brilliant set of play from France. And you saw a lot of that really enthusiastic, creative play that you love to see in the game. So one no game that was still very entertaining. Germany had their moments, but you could still see that this is a, a squad that still needs to get some fi- something right. Germany's not used to being in this situation. Situation They are used to being just the dominant forces. And, I mean, they deserve to be. They have won mon- multiple World Cups. 
This was actually the matchup of the last two World Cup winners. So, Germany, figure it out. What the hell? Pathetic. Not really. I mean, I know. It's just, it's, when you're facing a team like France, you have to be perfect. You have to take advantage of every single opportunity that comes your way because you're not going to get many of them. And France did not provide a lot of opportunities for Germany. Granted, Germany had a lot higher percentage of 62% over 38%. The shots they had, they had more shots, but they just weren't that effective. France had a great counterattack over Germany. When you have speed like that, it's easy to. Mbappe is like the ultimate counterattacker. You're out of position. You're fucked. I do have to give a shout to Matt Hummels, though. He had one of the most brilliant tackles on Mbappe in the box. That was as scary of a moment. Not scary in terms of injury. Well, it could have been injuries, but the fact that he, the fact he was so close to giving a penalty away, but he had a fantastic tackle that took down Mbappe. They would have given them most likely another goal, and at least two nil. I would say France should have had a couple more goals, definitely. The, um, but you got Neuer back there. Neuer is pretty fantastic, and for also for a couple of offside calls, France would have had three nil. But Mbappe is just so fast, so fast. France is always gonna be fun to watch. And now the going on, moving on, I, I would be ashamed of me. My counterpartner that hasn't been here in a while, but we'll get him back on the real Italian, Willie D. He would be furious at me if I did not mention his team. Italy. D, they are, I don't want to say the surprise of the tournament. There had been a lot of talk about them, but they definitely were not, didn't have the numbers behind them. So if you have money on this prior to this tournament, you are a smart, smart person because they are rolling right now. Italy just played their second game today of the tournament and once again thrashed Switzerland 3-0 after they took down Turkey prior to that 3-0 as well. So they are up six goals scored in two games, have not conceded one goal. This is exciting times for Italy. The way that they are rolling right now, they are looking like a fantastic squad. A front line of Insignia, Immobile, Baratti. It's Italian fans, Italians. Gird your loins. This could be a good run for them. A very tasty run for them. The way that they are performing. Again, if you put that money on them, you're a smart, smart person. Now, the other game that I watched today, Wales versus Turkey. I have glad I was able to watch this game and be able to do this podcast now. So I'm kind of happy that some of my, my podcast yesterday got completely fucked. And I'm able to, was able to talk about this game because this game was a shit ton of fun to watch. This Welsh team is one not to fuck around with. They have stars in there that kind of go... I don't want to say they're big name stars. Obviously, Gareth Bale, a name that has some bad connotation to it lately. His love for golf, his dislove for Real Madrid... You have Aaron Ramsey playing for Juventus, coming out of Arsenal for a period of time. Guys know how to play in the big moments. And obviously, Daniel James, a winger, fantastic winger for Man United, young kid, great prospect. 
So they have a great attack about them. And they showed it today against Turkey. Now, granted, Turkey played some shit defense. Shit defense. My goodness, that back line was just ripe for the picking. But that being said, Gareth Bale had fantastic moments out there. And this is, I I think Gareth Bale, kind of like the same Paul Pogba situation. Fantastic to see on the Welsh team. One of the reasons why he's kind of running that squad. He is the captain of that team. And you see him be the focal point of where the ball wants to go. And he is able to do some fantastic placement with the ball. Him and Ramsey were a great combination. Ramsey didn't quite have the finishing touch. Granted, Gareth Bale did have a missed penalty without him. But they, but the goal that they did score, their first goal they did score was fantastically set up by once again Gareth Bale in a fantastic run that just sliced through the turkey defense by Aaron Ramsey. Then nestles him right into right near the six yard box and nestled it past the goalkeeper into the bottom left corner. Fantastic play. Gareth Bale was still one of the driving forces behind it. They should have had at least two or three other goals, especially with even without that penalty being missed, they should have had two or three other goals Aaron Ramsey missing a couple of big opportunities. Once again, set up by Bale. So I do really think that Bale has found his form in international play and it's fun to see this Welsh team, and they're going to be interesting to see how they go. They most the way they're looking at the table right now, they are. But this is two games played. They're the only group to actually play the two games so far. Uh, Italy leading that one, obviously, with the six points, having taken down easily, easily uh, Switzerland and Turkey. But have yet to play Wales. So that's going to be a fun game. That's coming. That game is going to be fun to watch. Uh, Wales versus Italy. And it's going to be interesting because that might be that might mean something because Wales, the way that they're in that table right now, 6-4-1, if Switzerland beats out Turkey, Italy beats Wales, having the four points still might get you in because there is that uh, third place possible qualification. They're going to take the, the top four teams based on your points and goal differences. We'll be able to move on. If you're in the top, uh, so the top two automatically advance, and then they're gonna take the next four after that. So, you gotta get goals. More importantly, you gotta get points. Now, moving on from the Euros, obviously, I don't want to flood it too much. There's obviously so many stories to talk about. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, one that I truly, I completely forgot. I was talking about how much I wanted to see beautiful goals, beautiful moments. And I have to talk about this because we had goal of the fucking tournament right now that is not going to be topped whatsoever by the fantastic Patrick Stick. My goodness, of the Czech Republic playing against Scotland. How could I dare forget this moment? I give Yarmolenko his love. He deserves it. That was a beautiful strike. But my goodness, Patrick Stick from the Czech Republic unleashed a 54-yarder just a couple steps outside the halfway, uh, past the halfway line as he caught the Scotland goalkeeper Marshall off his line. And it was a beautifully pinpointed strike into the net. Oh, my goodness. A fantastic Patrick Stick. I love it. I love it. Oh. My goodness, when I saw that, I you have to just jump for joy. Scream in ecstasy. Took down Scotland 2-0. So Czech Republic, they're a team that's rolling. A team that is rolling. And all thanks to Patrick Stick, who actually did get two goals in that game, including, like I said, that fantastic 
54 yarder, a couple steps past the halfway line. They also scored their opening goal, a header. So Patrick Steak leading, getting his uh his name into into the uh, the stats right now with two goals. Tying him with the Ciro Immobile, Manuel Locatelli, who had two goals today against Switzerland. And Romila Lukaku, who had two goals for Belgium, and Cristiano Ronaldo with two goals. So those are your current goal leading scorers tomorrow or today, if you're probably listening to it today. You're going to get some good games. You're going to get some good games. You've got Denmark versus Belgium. Now, this is granted a Denmark team that is in some, I don't want to say shambles, but not having Christian Eriksen there is going to be is huge. Christian Eriksen was one of their best players. He was not their captain, but shouts to their captain, Simon Kerr. Uh, did a fantastic job in the situation that when uh, Eriksen did go down, this is going to be a Denmark team that is still facing, uh, going to be playing with heavy hearts, um, heavy heads for sure, uh, against a Belgium team that you got to be primed and ready for. Because um, this is the team that a lot of people are picking to win the entire tournament. So uh, they're playing at 9 a.m. And then the game after that, Netherlands versus Austria. That's going to be a good game. Austria has uh, been playing, played well in their first game against... Well, actually, they play, well, I don't say play well. They play North Macedonia. And that's a team that's making their... Um, who got their first Euro Cup goal in uh, country history. So uh, shouts to North Math- Macedonia. They'll be playing Ukraine early morning, six o'clock. Okay, all right. Got my got my Euro in right now. Got to give a little sh- got to give a little commentary about the Copa America as well. Copa America, that's a cup for South America, kind of like the Euro Cup for Europe, but this is for South America. You know, you get it, y'all. So you got the likes of Argentina, Brazil, Colombia, Peru. Venezuela, Uruguay, Chile, all playing, fighting out, become the best of South America. Great talent in these teams across the board. And if I have to really list them all, you know what you're talking about. Y'all, Messi, 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 Messi. Playing for Argentina. They had a fantastic start-up game. It wasn't a start-up game, but at least first round, Argentina versus Chile to get you going. Now, this is, a, uh, this is always going to be a fun game. They have a nice little rivalry down there. I mean, pretty much they all hate each other when it comes to the footballing world. You know, all big ones, Argentina, Chile, Uruguay, Brazil, Colombia. They're all trying to fight it out. They're all duking it out. And they all hate each other. Argentina and Brazil in particular. But Chile, not that much far behind in the hatred category for Argentina. I mean, they are right next to each other. And like Chile's like that skinny little, you know, you know, you know, skinny baby. But back to the game. Argentina versus Chile. Woo! Messi, 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 Messi. Scores a fantastic free kick from outside the box. Curls it into the top corner. Giving Argentina the 1-0 advantage. Fortunately, they couldn't hold off on it. Finished up with a 1-1 tie, so giving them the one points. But I just have to give a shout to Messi. Whenever you see goals like that, you love to see him. Love to see him. You're only beginning to get more of that happening in this tournament. So again, it's football nirvana. Two huge tournaments going on all at the same, both simultaneously. So get ready, y'all. 
you got Brazil versus Peru coming up on Thursday. So, today as well. 5 p.m. That's going to be on Fox Sports, most likely. Same with Colombia versus Venezuela. That's at 2 p.m. And then next day after that, Argentina versus Uruguay. Do not be missing that one, y'all. That's at 5 p.m. Once again, Fox Sports 2. So, football nirvana. Enjoy it, y'all. Enjoy it while we have it. It's so good. So, so good. I... There are times because you get spoiled with club play. You just see it all every single pretty much all the time. You know, you're you're inundated with it. So you kind of miss out on what the true specialty behind international play. The it's because it's not the perfection. You're not getting the best of your best on the one team. You're getting the best of your country to fill it out, you know? So you're going to have some true star talents there. And those guys are truly shining out there. The ones that you know the names of, they try to carry those teams. So you're fun. You're kind of getting everyone on a really level playing field for the most part. Now, obviously some teams have, you know, a larger population to pull from. Even that doesn't even matter. Look at us at the USA. We suck ass out there. Granted, you know, that's not really our sport. So we don't always focus on it in terms of, talent for it most kids are interested in playing football basketball baseball over playing soccer football as we call it here on foot and mouth but that being said international play is just beautiful i love it the passion behind it and finally you're seeing fans in the stands as well it was nice in that hungry game against portugal complete capacity that's one of the things that was beautiful. You saw a full capacity, hungry squad, hungry squad playing at home in Budapest. And they had a chance hungry against Portugal in that game. But obviously, you know, it was a lot. You got to hold on for 90 minutes, not 85 minutes. Now, I do obviously cannot end without talking a little transfer action because there's been some action out there for sure. For sure, there's been some huge action. Sergio Ramos. It's confirmed, leaving Real Madrid. We knew it kind of from the get-go. Don't know where he's going to go, but it's going to be happening. He's off to some place. Most PSG, Bayern Munich, maybe Liverpool. Probably not Liverpool. No, Liverpool is not an option. They are set. They just got Ibrahim Konate from Borussia Dortmund. No, RB Leipzig, I apologize. So they're good. not looking for that, but PSG might be for sure. Bayern Munich. I mean, even Barcelona maybe would be in the running. That would be weird. That would be weird. Sevilla's actually even offered for him to come back as well. That's where he made his name. That's where he made a name for himself. But big other big news: Genie Wijnaldum, the Dutch midfielder, Dutch star, Liverpool midfield necessity, key piece that they're losing. Who is all thinking he's going to Barcelona? All thoughts are going to Barcelona. Nope. PSG comes in, swoops, gets him up, boom. Adding to that midfielder right now. Big signing for PSG. They needed a midfield, they needed a guy like that on their team. A veteran, star leadership, knows what he's doing. The dude's like 30 years old. And what if he can do what he did for Liverpool, what he can do for PSG? They needed that. You saw how. 
they played against Man City and how they completely lost their heads. They got lucky to get past Bayern Munich the way they had no finishing ability. But you need somebody like that, a voice like that, on the pitch. They didn't have that last year, PSG. Genie Wijnaldum can be that guy. But the big news is also, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, is for sure leaving Juventus. Now he's decided, he's not going to decide where he's going to go until after the Euro Cup. So, it kind of sucks that we have to wait this long. But whoever gets him, they're getting a, no matter what, the dude is just legendary. He went to Juventus and just scored goals left and right. Every league he's gone to, he's dominated. A lot of talks from going back to Man United. PSG have the money, so obviously they're, obvi- they're obviously going to be an option. Man City not looking like it's going to happen. They're all part of, They're going after Holland. There is video of Holland partying with Man City star Riyad Mahrez and Mykonos. So that's a good sign for Man City people. They're getting friendly. Again, I love the idea of Holland at Man City. Oh my goodness, that would be fantastic. With Sergio Aguero gone, they're primed and ready and need a legit number nine out there. I would love for Holland to be that number nine. But Chelsea fans, have a little hope. Have a little hope, Chelsea fans. Your name's been thrown out into the mix as well of trying to get him. Meaning he might want to go to London. He might want to go to London. Not Manchester. Apparently, Manchester sucks ass in terms of weather-wise. It's always raining there. Apparently, London's actually kind of nice. Even though I always think it just rains all the time in England. Like, no matter what, I just feel like you're on that little island up there. It's raining. If you're on the other little island next to you, you're like deep, dark depression because it's nothing else. Sorry. Was that racist? Not racist so much as I'm just assuming you're weather without actually living it. I mean, the same way they probably think about California. You probably think it's like sunshine and daisies all the time because like of Los Angeles or San Diego. But there are parts of it that are living hell. Like here in Chico. Cooking it up right now, y'all. 105. Is it really 105? I don't know. It feels like that in my apartment right now. Can't really have my fans going when I'm recording this. As I have my fan going. But my be- my good fan, that one's just loud. So I'm frying up in here, y'all. Frying up. Yeah, it's a, it's a little over. It's over 100. But we're going to have... a. Uh, it looks like three straight days of 109. So, yeah, it's not all good. You Londoners, you were thinking that it's all nice and cool here. No, no, no. it sucks right now. Whew. Now, I probably want to put it in better terms because I'm saying in Fahrenheit and you all talking in Celsius. And I should know that conversion off the top of my head because I went to school and they taught it to me at one point. But, yeah, I forgot it. So, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. I'm just rambling right now. Because it's so hot in here. And I'm losing my mind. But I appreciate you for losing it with me. So thanks, y'all. I'm going to wrap it up. Not much else is needed. I'll catch you on the flip side. Much love, y'all. It's been real. Game over, man. It's game over.